Faith in action is controlling your tongue. Oh, my Lord. I, I'm, I'm, in other words, sometimes we want to talk the negative. We want to talk about what's not happening. We want, am I talking to anybody today? But, but true faith is learning to control the tongue. Is that true faith? He's saying here, he said, so, so faith in action is not just saying everything that pops in your mind. Is that right? Because you can, because the, uh, the enemy will give us thoughts. The devil can give us thoughts. He can give us a negative thought. And then, then, then we have to realize, okay, is this coming? If these thoughts are coming from the devil or coming from the Holy Spirit, and if that thought is not full of love, it's not full of mercy, you know, then that thought may not be from God. It could be the enemy. And so we need to make sure that we don't allow wrong thoughts to get us to speak wrong words. And so a lot of times our faith has to be strong enough not to say anything. You, you've heard that you heard the saying, loose lips sink ships. So we, we don't want our li- lips to sink our ship, our faith ship. Amen. So if anyone among you thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So, so James is saying, now, faith is more than just a believing that Jesus is Lord and Savior. It's more than that. It, it, it has an action that produces good works. It has an action that produces you doing something positive in the kingdom of God. It's not just saying, I believe. Amen. There's, there's an action behind your faith. So we must walk in obedience to God. So, so uh, you know, uh, one of the ways that we walk in obedience, and we, I'm, I'm talking to you this morning about exercising your faith. And, and, and the only way we're going to get strong in faith is to exercise our faith. It's not just by hearing the word and doing nothing. You have to exercise. One of the ways we, we exercise our faith is by walking in love. Oh, man. Amen. And uh, we need to exercise our faith because that's probably one of the greatest ways of exercising our faith is walking in love. In other words, there's going to be things that people are going to do or say that may offend you. Has anybody been offended in this place? Has anybody ever said something that may have just ticked you off? You know, and uh, because how many people have flesh in here? (laughs) Uh, We're not we don't have redeemed bodies. We're, we're, you know, we're spiritual beings having an, an, an earthly uh, experience. Amen. And, uh, and, so, and so, we, so one of the best ways that we practice, somebody say practice, practice, our faith is walking in love when things are unlovely. Amen. I, uh, this week I was uh, in my car and I uh, was with the family and I um, apparently I didn't, I wasn't aware of it. I cut somebody off. And um, and so I, I didn't see them. Maybe they were in my blind spot. And and there was a horn behind me that was beeping. And uh, and uh, and that car hit me in the back and pushed my car forward, you know. And um, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I got out of my car, you know, and I looked at my, my car. It was like a little ding. In, in, in the back, of, but it's the beater. So thank God it wasn't the Rolls Royce. 
and uh, it's the beater car. And uh, it's, I call it the mercy car. When people hit it, I, I give people mercy. And, uh, and so, uh, and so and I got out, looked, and that, I uh, looked at his car, and he looked at me, and he said, you cut me off, like that. And, and I said, and I don't know, I just, I just said to him, I said, um, I, I guess I didn't act in too much love. I said, I said but you hit me, you know. <laughs> And I said, do, do you want to call the cops or let it go? Because I was willing because I was willing to let it go because he hit me. And I think I have more of a case him hitting me than I'm cutting him. Because when somebody hits you from the back, 99.9% of the time, it's their fault. Amen. Why? Because they didn't have control of their car. Right? And I was trying to sow mercy in kind of an angry way. Either go, either that, or I said, or do you want to call the cops? You know. The pastor, you know, sometimes, you know, I got flesh too. I got flesh. You know, I, I can't be all oozy goosey. I'm like, oh, it's all right. You know, you know, you know I got flesh. Amen. Amen. I, you know, flesh, man. I, you know, I, I can't wait to get redeemed. But, and the guy just looked at me and looked at the car and said, all right, I'll let it go. I said, well, good for you because I think he would have been paying me some, you know, for, for uh, the problem. Amen. And uh, what am I saying? I'm saying is that I, in, a, in a roundabout way, I was sowing mercy. In a roundabout way. I wasn't going to try to get the cops out there, tell them my neck is jacked up because he hit me from behind, call an ambulance, you know what I'm talking about, and try to sue the, you know, sue, you know, you know what, what the rest of the term is, off of him. Amen. And, and, uh, and so, you know, I just let it go. You know, I was a little shooken up. By, you know, you get shook up by getting hit. Amen. But uh, thank God God's protection was over us. And, and thank God I woke up the next morning. I didn't hurt. My wife didn't hurt. You know, she was jerked in the car. And no, it, God protected us. Amen. So, so what am I saying? In Matthew 5, 43, it says here, uh, you have said, uh, you have heard that it was said, 5, 43, 47, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Um, but I say to you, love your enemies. What? Bless those who curse you. What? Do good to those who hate you. What are you talking about? Because the world wants to take revenge. The world wants to take things in its own matter, in its own hands, and wants to take revenge. But the Bible says, allow revenge for the Lord. Allow God to move on the situation. Amen. By the way, I prayed for that man's salvation. Amen. Not right then and there. I didn't ask him if he was saved. But I said, Lord, I just pray that if he doesn't know you, you know, what am I doing? I'm practicing. I'm pre- I don't want that guy to, 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 for me to have an attitude, uh, attitude towards that guy to, to wreck my faith. Because faith worketh by love. And if you don't have love undergirding your faith, you just have a lot of arrogance. Oh, I'm talking today. Oh, yeah. You've got to have love undergird. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Shh, man. I could preach this because I need it. Amen. <laughs> so here, because a lot of times people are taking things in their own hands and they're trying to take an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But in the Christian faith, we don't do that. Say, I don't do that. And so love, so he says, but I say to you, love your enemies. And how do you do that? How do you do that practically? Bless those who curse you. 
Amen? So you bless those that curse you. That's how you practically uh, exercise your faith. You bless those. You do something good. What? Yes, you bless somebody. Uh, do good to th- uh, bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Do good to those who hate you. Yeah, yeah, you bless them. I remember, you know, I was just Stephen. Remember Stephen? Uh, he was uh, used mightily of God in, in the book of Acts. And he was the first martyr I've talked about. And, you know, he, he told those Pharisees, he tried to wake them up to reality about, you know, where they were at in their, in, in their position with God. And he told them right before they really got mad at him that, that, they, were, that they were stubborn and stiff-necked and that they, they were always resisting the Holy Spirit. And, and, and they didn't like that. And so we don't want to be... Uh, you know, resisting the Holy Spirit. We want to be pliable in the hands of God, right? And so they were resisting. That, 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 that tells me that, that the Holy Spirit can be resisted. You can resist the grace of God in your life. You can resist the, the goodness of God by, 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 by holding, holding God back in a sense through unbelief and through, and through a wrong heart attitude. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And, 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 so, and so Stephen was, and then, then Stephen said, you're stiff-necked, being anointed by the Holy Spirit, and trying to wake them up to reality. They started stoning him, throwing stones at him. And what did, what did Stephen do when they were throwing, casting stones at him, killing him? He said, Lord, hold this not against their account. Think about that. What did, what did he do? He practiced his faith. He actually said, don't hold this against their account. In other words, he, he, he sowed love even, even at his demise. You're, are you listening to what I'm saying? In other words, it doesn't matter who's casting stones at you. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's really, it's not flesh and blood you're, you're fighting anyway. It's a spiritual warfare and people are just being used as pawns by the enemy to try to get at some of us. And sometimes we are used as pawns every once in a while from the enemy. Are you listening to what I say? Don't think that you can't be used by, by, by the enemy. The enemy can use any one of us if we start thinking wrong. Amen. We'll start acting wrong, speaking wrong. Amen. And so, 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 so Stephen did good. So we need to do good to those who, who hate us. And then here, here's another practicality. Pray for those who spitefully use us and persecute us. You know, uh, uh, pray for those who spitefully use us. But this is not easy. But this is practicing, say practice, our faith. A, a, another way of practicing our faith is that our, our faith is, is never just, our faith is never just between me and uh, us and Jesus. Some people want to make our faith, this is just a me and God thing. But your faith is not just you and God thing. It's you and an us thing. In other words, our faith is always connected, not with just God, but with the body of believers. So you can't just say, I'm, I have faith, but I don't need the body. No, 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 no. You have faith, you have God, but we need each other. 
See, even Jesus knew it was so important that, 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 that we come together as church and we need others because Jesus had 12 followers, right? And that was like a mini church. And Jesus was teaching them how to walk in love towards each other, right? And, and, so, and so Jesus was raising these, these 12 up as a group of people that, that could walk in love and unity. And then Jesus, when he commissioned them to go out to witness, what did he do? He said, just go by yourselves. Each one, just go solo. You're good. No, he said, go with somebody. In other words, we need each other. I need you and you need me. We need the body of Christ. And sometimes I think sometimes some and even Christians will think, I don't really need church. I don't need the body. You need the body. I need the body. We need each other. And sometimes there's people that might get hurt in church and and they and then they then they put their walls up and they stop going to church because maybe a pastor offended them or somebody in the congregation offended them. And then they think that they can just do church without the body. You can't do it effectively. You can't serve God effectively without being in the body of believers. Amen. Can I get an amen there? Amen. So the, the key way to practice our faith is to love the body of Christ. The body of Christ is the church. Amen. Galatians 6.10 says it this way. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us. I want you to underline the word let us. Because um, not lettuce that you put on the hamburger. Amen. <laughs> let us do good to all. So, so let us do good to all, especially to those who are in the household of faith. So Paul is saying here that 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 part of our Christian walk is to do good to those that are in the household of faith. How do we do that, Pastor? Well, you you one of the ways is coming to church, worshiping together, maybe being part of the dream team, letting your gifts work in the church. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? We we work with each other, we bless one another, and that that's a way that we 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 do good. Maybe God may, you know, I, I had I had a, a blessing this morning. Can I can I tell you about the blessing? Um, I didn't expect it, and uh, you know, I had one of my one of my great uh, team members um, text me. They they were out at Starbucks, and they said, "Pastor, can we buy you a coffee?" I was like, "Praise God! People are hearing from God. <laughs> People are really hearing from God in this church, you know." And I said, "Well." God knew that I needed an iced coffee this morning just to get up. Amen. And they bought me an iced coffee. And you know what? What does that mean? And it says here, let us do good to all, especially the, they're practicing faith. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Where's my iced coffee? Amen. Uh, amen. And so uh, a kudo out. Amen. And, uh, and, and so what do we do? When we are inspired to do something good for the body, Guess what? We get blessed. There's an intrinsic blessing. Just man, We just feel good when we obey God. But then there's a blessing that God, I really believe, sees all the good acts that we do. And he gives us a blessing in heaven. I believe nothing goes unnoticed with God. Do you believe that today? Look at this scripture because it's a powerful scripture. Man, I'm going to have to close this down. I'm only halfway through my sermon. But let me just let me just get this last scripture. Can I get this last scripture in glory to God? Look at Hebrews 10. This is so awesome. This is so awesome. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Now, I'm not trying to beat people over the head, you watching online and all that. But 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 if we're going to practice being Christians, 
Well, you know, I know that there's reasons and there's going to be work schedules and things like that, you know, that you might be sickness. and not, I, I know that there might be reasons. But here in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, it talks about being a part of the local church, coming to church. And it says here in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, it says, let us. Oh, notice it says, let us. In other words, we can't be effective Christians uh, uh, by ourselves. We need others around us. Amen. It says, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. So let's consider one another, uh, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another as so much the more as you see the day approaching. So here it's saying here, Paul was saying here at that time, there were some people that stopped going to the church. There were some people that were uh, they were they were for some reason they weren't coming out anymore. They weren't being part of the body any longer. And here, uh, even back then in the new church, there were people that just wasn't coming in. And he said and he said uh, that some are are just not coming to church. And I'm going to say this, that there's something about when you come to church, you, you make the effort. There's a faith effort. God will bless you. It's something about a sacrifice. God blesses sacrificial giving. And in a sense, at times, we're sacrificing when we come to church because it takes time to get ready, to get all dolled up. You're all looking good out there. And it, 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 it's easier. I, I admit it's easier just to turn on the uh, on the streaming, sit in bed with your fluffy Shoes on, amen, with your with your with your cow's coat or whatever and watch me online with you guys watch online. But there's something even greater for you to come in so you can be a part of the body so you can be a blessing. Because when I see you out there, I'm blessed. And when we come together, we all get blessed because you never know that somebody might want to buy you a coffee next week. Do you know what I'm saying? So we come together and we're, we're, we're encouraging one another. Uh, man, shh. We, we, we practice our faith by speaking God's word. That, you know, uh, that's one of the ways by practicing our faith. Somebody said Christianity is the great confession. And what I mean by that is that we confess the lordship of Jesus Christ in our lives. We, 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 we witness the goodness of God in our life. And the more you do that, the greater your faith becomes. But it says in Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast. Notice that word, let us. Again, there's that word, let us. <laughs> hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So, so, he, so he, Paul is saying, let us hold fast to a confession of what? The hope that Jesus saved your life. Why? Why do we have to hold fast to it? Because the enemy's trying to take away our witness. The enemy's trying to take away what God is doing in our life. The enemy is trying to discount the blessings. Or you can say many, you can say, oh, a cup of coffee. That's not a big blessing, Pastor. To me, it is. Every little blessing that God blesses you with, you should be thankful and see it's coming from God. It's coming from a person, but God moved on a person's heart just to let me know he loves me. Oh, my gosh. And isn't that awesome? And God wants to reveal, wants you, wants to move through you to love on somebody else. And you get that blessing. We practice our faith by worshiping and praising God. Amen. We practice. God is looking for those that are going to worship him in spirit and in truth. 
I, I, you know, we, we're, we're, this is called a worship service. We come together in corporate worship and the, and the unity of the spirit and God moves. Like he moved this morning with us. Amen. Uh, man, I, I just had to get a couple more scriptures out here. And he moved, glory to God, in, in such, such a beautiful way. Why? Because when we come together in unity and one accord, the Holy Spirit moves. And you know what? You might get healed out here. You, God could heal you. God could deliver you right in the middle of the service. I remember I was in, in the service one time, and this was years ago. I was just a baby Christian, and I, I was dealing with fear. I had just a lot of fear, and fear is real. If, if, don't tell me fear is not real. Fear is a tangible thing. It, uh, uh, Apostle Paul calls fear a spirit, a spirit of fear. And that could come on us at times. Has anybody ever felt anxiety, felt fear, felt... Uh, and that comes on us, but we've got to take authority over it. We gotta say we gotta command that to go. Anxiety will try to come on us, and, and, and so so we have to be very careful that we don't allow fear to come upon us. Amen. And, and so so what is the one of ways to keeping that fear? Worshiping God, putting your faith and start thanking God that He's big, that He's awesome, that He can do anything, that He can bring you out of whatever mess that you might be in. You start worshiping God. You start exalting God in the midst. Of that problem. And we find this in the Old Testament and even the New Testament. When the Old Testament saints worshiped God and they had things coming against them, God delivered them. And then we find out in the New Testament, when the New Testament saints worshiped God and they were in a pickle, God delivered them. So I'm telling you, there's something about worship. This is practicing your faith. In James 1, it says, count it all grief when you encounter trials and tribulations. No, no. Count it all joy. joy. What does that mean? That means sometimes you just got to just praise God anyhow. That's exercise your faith, regardless of how you feel. But pastor, I, I, I worship God when I feel like it. I don't. I worship God every day, even when I don't feel like it. Why? Because I need the presence of God in my life. I, that, that's, you know when the, when the best time to worship God? When you don't feel like it. Why? Because that's when God's grace can envelop you. Amen. And his blessings come upon you. And pretty soon you start. He starts revealing his love for you. Amen. We practice our faith for our praying for one another. We pray. James 5, 16. Confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man avails much. Amen. So we these are different key ways that we practice our faith. And, you know, yesterday I was at the gym. And I'm closing down. I'm trying to close down. Man, you know, I water baptized, you know, Israel and his two children yesterday. And I had to have a mini sermon for each one. OK, but uh, you, you can't shut down a preacher that you pre- it's, it's in me. Amen. Where was I at here? I just lost my train of thought. But what's that? Yeah, that's right. Thank you. I was at the gym yesterday and you know how we can get in our own world. See, see, one of the biggest things that the enemy will try to get into every Christian is just the me factor. And the me factor is you're not thinking about anybody else but yourself. That's something we got to fight all the time is this selfishness that, that kind of creeps into us every once in a while. It's all about me. It's how it affects me. Do I feel like going to church or I don't feel like going to church? Uh, no, no, it's not about you. 
In a sense, it is. But it's about us glorifying God. And we have to fight this this um, this feeling of about me. So a lot of times when I'm in a gym, I'm just trying to get it done and get out. OK, I just I, I'm, I'm on a time schedule. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I was in the gym yesterday and I felt led to witness to a young man. And I, you know, and I was there working out, but I needed to go. But I just said, man, I got I got to get my witness in time in. So I just I started talking to him and uh, talking to this young man. He was probably in his mid 20s. He just had surgery on his arm. And I thought that's a good opportunity to pray for him. And I was just talking to him how he's doing and all this. And, he, and I said, it's great being in, in the gym. And um, and uh, and I, I said, may I pray for you? He said, sure. And I laid hands on his shoulder. He hurt his shoulder and he had some surgery done. And I prayed that God would supernaturally heal his soul, sh- shoulder. And, uh, and you know what? It was amazing. This man gave me a hug. He was, he was so thankful. I said, you know, God, want, you know, his mom, his grandmother has, uh, is a Christian and is an evangelist, I found out. And I said, I knew you had faith in your background. And I said, God wants to do something awesome in your life. And I said, by the way, do you have a church home? He said, no. I said, you know, Exceed Life Church, check us out. You know, we, we may be able to fit you in. No, I'm kidding. But uh, uh, we may be able to get you seated in, in our church if, if we can find a seat, you know. And uh, it may get like that. So don't, don't be laughing. It could happen. And, uh, and uh, so, so I, I said, listen, check us out. I said, and and, and he, was, he was just so thankful that I prayed for him. Guess what? I walked away. It, it, I, it, it had to take selfishness out of me because I'm too busy. Sometimes we just can get too busy to walk with God. And I want to encourage you. Don't get too busy to allow God to use you to bless other people. Amen. Don't get too busy. And when you're doing that, guess what? You are practicing your faith. And I, you know, I don't know how that that may have changed him. The prayer may have changed him, may have healed his arm. You know, the Bible says as they went, they were healed. I don't know what that prayer did, uh, but it could have changed him. It could have healed him. Just that word of encouragement that God is with him, you know, can change people. You don't know. One word from God can change your life. And so when God uses you, I mean, take some time, add some uh extra time in your time, in your daily schedule for God to move through you to be a blessing so you can exercise your faith. Did you receive it this morning? Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I honor you today and I thank you, Father God, that you are so good to us. I thank you for these precious people here in the audience. I thank you for those that are watching online. And I know that there's those that are watching online, maybe for some reason, uh, deal with maybe sickness or uh, other issues. They can't make it out. But Father, I thank you that you're moving on those that have the ability to come out, to come out to church, Lord, and, and, and be uh, part of the body of Christ uh, in a greater measure. Father, I thank you for those that are here in the audience and those that are watching online. And maybe you're, maybe you haven't really giving God your all. You haven't put Jesus as Lord of all in your life. You, God is maybe he's there in your life, but not really. You haven't really given him everything. And you know what? It's an everything. Our faith is an everything thing for God. We, we must, you know, let go the world's ways and, and, and hold on to God's ways. And so I want to encourage you, if you never confess Jesus, your Lord, that is the way of receiving Christ. And And the Bible says, if you receive Christ, that God will no way cast you out. In other words, God will accept you. 
So because God loves the whole world that he gave his only begotten son. So just pray this prayer and meet in your heart. Say, dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you were raised from the dead to make me right from, for God. Amen. And Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. And Father God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.